Blog Talk Radio. to that and a whole bunch more in a minute along with bringing the fellas fellas are muted currently they're all on um but i have to address somebody um first so fellas give me give me and just hang tight two three four minutes while i address somebody i have a um i think i can i think i can call him a friend known him a very long time i am not going to say his name there's no need to It, it it doesn't even really matter to be totally honest with you and I really struggled with whether I even wanted to even take time off the show to address him. But we went back and forth on Facebook, first on open on his open Facebook page and then privately on Facebook Messenger. And, you know, I'm an okay writer, but I'm a much better talker than I am a writer. So I'm really doing this as much for me as anything else. I invited him to come on so that he could retort. He said, why would I come on to your platform? I'm no fool. I'm like, mm, okay. You know, the, the invitation stood, but he... he he said that he would not call in. Um, I don't even know if he's going to listen. I frankly don't care. Uh, knowing him well enough, curiosity will get the better of him, and he'll hear these comments. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. But I'm going to say my piece. So the whole thing started with the post saying that the reason the Cowboys will never win is because of Jerry Jones and all his meddling. And then he put the word discuss on the post, which he does frequently. He'll post something and then put disgust. Now, I've known this guy over 15 years. We haven't talked really a lot in, say, the last 10 because I'm not in that circle anymore, but we used to talk quite a bit. We used to be relatively close. I had a lot of respect for the guy, about the same age, uh, school teacher, brother, you know. Um, I, 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 I had, and I still do have a lot of respect for him. But, um, you know, I commented and I said that, you know, a lot of people outside of the cowboy world, cowboy nation, feel that way. But it's not true. It is, it is not the reason that the Cowboys haven't won. And I proceeded to ask, had he seen the game on Sunday? Because Jerry Jones wasn't out there playing like ass. <laughs> that was the players. Jerry Jones wasn't out there coaching like ass. That was the coaches. And we'll get into that in a few minutes. He proceeded to talk about how they, you know, the, the narrative of they got rid of Jimmy Johnson because Jimmy was getting too much credit, um, you know, and they haven't won since Jimmy Johnson. He proceeded to talk about how good coaches couldn't get it done. I'm like, who were you? Good coaches. He called Jason Garrett a good coach. I said, if Jason Garrett was such a good coach, 
why did he never get another head coaching job? Talked about Wade Phillips. I said, why did Wade Phillips never get another head coaching job? He actually went to Denver and became their defensive coordinator. He called Mike McCarthy a good coach. I said, really? This is a guy that was fired from the um, Packers and was out of football when Jerry Jones hired him. So I, I would question the good coach. Nevertheless, I don't agree. We continued to go back and forth. Um, he was very condescending, very demeaning. I didn't appreciate it, but I got thick skin. Then I, there was a post that I had wrote, and it appeared to me that the post had been deleted. And he, for some reason, likes to say Drew Pearson's hut hut. I have no idea what that means, but that's what he likes to say. I said, and he, he continued to tell me that he out-debated me. He continued to say derogatory things like, I'm not used to dealing with someone of his intellect. I said, I'm waiting to see this so-called intellect that you keep claiming to have because I haven't seen it yet. And you don't know what I'm used to dealing with or who I'm used to talking to. So, you know, as everything else you've said tonight, your statements are without basis. He said, I struck, he struck a nerve. Um, no, I like to talk football. <laughs> you strike a nerve. You'd have to be important to strike a nerve. I'd have to care about your opinion to strike a nerve. You'd have to matter more to strike a nerve. None of those things are true. I don't really care about your opinion. You, you don't matter. I just like talking football. You know why? I created a show that you used to come on called The Madden Voice. So obviously I like to talk football. Doesn't mean that uh, you struck a nerve. And because you keep saying you won, doesn't mean you won. Doesn't mean you out-debated me. On your best day, on your best day, with Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, and Keyshawn Johnson inviting you, you couldn't out-debate me. And today was no different. You brought no facts. You brought all opinions. All opinions. I brought cold, hard facts to the discussion. Nevertheless, I had accused him of censoring me. I thought he had deleted a post. Post looked deleted to me. I checked. I double-checked. I triple-checked. And I put, how mature? You're censoring me. You deleted a post. He messages me. He says, he says, refresh your page and apologize. Exactly what he said. I didn't delete your post. Refresh your page and then apologize. My first thought was, who the fuck is you talking to? Apologize. I said, he used to dealing with them kids in his school. And no disrespect, I'm pretty sure he's a decent teacher, good teacher. Not going to disrespect that, but I'm not your student. Go demand an apology. I went back and looked, and lo and behold, he was right. The post was there. Could he have deleted it and brought it back? I don't know. I don't know if Facebook has. It, it, it. There are some places on social media you could delete something and then undo it. But I don't know. Maybe I just missed it. It's very possible that it was never gone and I missed it. But when you, when you comment and then come and demand an apology, Tell me to walk it back. Tell me you came at me. I'm asking you to walk it back. Uh, no, bruh. <laughs> I'm not walking shit back. Had you just said, hey, T, you may want to take another look because I still see the post. You probably would have got a, oh, you're right. It is still there. My bad. But when you come at me like you did, when you demean who I am, when you demean my character, and when you sit there and tell me that I'm not used to dealing with someone of your intellect, I need to step my game up. I'm used to de I'm used it is to my to my co-host. He specifically said you're used to dealing with people of inferior intellect. Really? Was the last time you listened to the Madden Voice? I don't think you can out debate anybody on this show, frankly. 
But when you come at me like that and then demand an apology, who the fuck is you talking to, son? I said, you will never get, and he's not going to get one. First of all, it wasn't an apology-level event because when I looked, it wasn't there. When I looked again, it was. I don't know why. Social media glitches. Anything could happen. But to demand something from me like you're entitled, like I owe you something, bro, I don't owe you a goddamn thing. I appreciate you going back and forth. It was cool. It was fun. You weren't right. You aren't right. Jerry Jones is not the reason the team isn't winning. I can give you 15 reasons to support my claim. You just give me conjecture based on what the cowboy haters out there always say. Oh, Jerry Jones. It is not Jerry Jones' fault. And if you watch the game on Sunday, (laughs) I would have preferred Jerry Jones meddling and being on the sidelines as opposed to what we got from that team. But we'll get into that in a minute. So in closing, I will not address this again. In the event that this person is listening, I welcome any conversation you may want to have. I welcome any discussion you may want to have. I have the same number. You can call me if you want. I have the same. You can come on the show if you want. I will give you open floor. I will not, de- I will not mute you. I will not censor you. You can say whatever you want. Don't you ever come at me questioning my intellect. Don't ever come at me demeaning me, who I am, and my ability to talk, articulate. Because on your best day, bruh, on your best day, you wish that you could put together an argument like I do. On your best day, you wish you knew what I forgot about football and particularly what I forgot about the Cowboys. I'm done. Let me bring my brothers on the phone. All right, gentlemen. <laughs> K-Star, Dr. Train, J.D. Hey. Welcome to the match. Hey, that was fun. You know, I think I know what happened. Um, oh, I'm sure you do. I I don't know who, but I think I know what happened. It sounds like this person. I'm speculating, but it sounds too too on the nose for me. It sounds like he made it to where his audience on his post, because you can edit who's on your post, who can see it, who can't. It sounds like he took you off the post to where you can't see it. And then when you called him out on it, you know he did the whole gaslight routine, took you, put you, put your visibility back on, and then said, "Oh, apologize." And that's probably because he felt like he lost the debate and tried to get something from you, some sort of concession, since he, uh, you know, couldn't handle the heat. That's my that's my guess. Well, and that's, that's very easy start. to do. That's very easy to do. Yeah. And, and and that I didn't think of, and I appreciate that. And K Star, I'm going to just say, you know who this person is, and I'm going to leave that right there. I'm not going to All say right. his name because I I really don't want to, but you know this person, and you and him are not not friendly. And I'll just leave that right there. Okay. All right. All right. Um, let's, get, uh, let's get it. Yeah. Stay too. I demand we talk about football on this show. <laughs> I just want you guys to raise your game because evidently there's someone out there that feels like you you guys are my you guys aren't you guys aren't bringing me you know my intellect you guys are my intellectual equals. And I'm just used to, you know, going back and forth with people beneath me. And I, I finally met somebody, you know, who's my equal or maybe my superior, and I lost. I'm still trying to figure out. Oh, damn. Man. And how do, you lose, the only re- how do you lose a debate that's based on an opinion? First of all, that's an opinion. There's no way we'll ever be able to measure that. 
first of all. The only reason why someone would say that, though, yeah, the, the only reason why anyone would say that is because they lost. They feel like they lost the debate to begin with. They got to go elsewhere with it. They got to make it personal. Well, Frank, right. you're a liar, for example. <laughs> Frank, you're a goddamn liar, for example. All right? You know? No, you got to you know? change the landscape of the argument to the argument that we lost. Frank's driving right See? now. Yeah, he's going to crash. We come full circle. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Oh. He would, he, would, he would attest that I came at him by accusing him of censoring me. But that's what it looked like to me. And I've been around social media long enough to check and double-check before I say anything. I check, I double-check, I triple-checked. It wasn't there. He edited the, and it was he there. Edited the okay. audience. That's very possible. Yeah, it's very possible. I, I don't know that for a fact, but that's plausible. But anyway, we've, we've, he well, has taken... Why don't he just come on the show then? He didn't want to come on to my format. Now, mind you, he's been on this show many, 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 many times back in the Madden days. Okay? Um, but he felt like he would be coming into my world, and that's a fool's move, his words, and he's no fool. Now, I posted on his Facebook where he controlled everything. I even had a couple of his friends coming at me defending him taking his side, which I could give a fuck about, honestly. I don't care. You know, I learned a long time ago just because, uh, you know, the rest of the world believes something doesn't make them correct. We, we just had Donald Trump have set 51% of Iowa caucus, won by the biggest margin in the history of the Republican caucuses. Does that mean he's the right guy to be president? Fuck out of here. I, I don't want to get political, but the fuck out of here. But anyway. Hey, one one statement you got me that made me think of Trump. Just because you won, just because you said you won, don't mean you won. Straight up. <laughs> that is so true. Like, that is so true. Damn. Declaring victory and shit like Trump and shit. You know, I I I, I outdated you. Okay, bro. Okay, you go ahead and live in that land of delusion that you could that you articulated oh, your story man. and made your point. Just because on your own wall, in your own world of cowboy haters, that you have people backing you doesn't make you right. And I'm strong enough where I don't care. Anybody who knows me, I don't care. I'll go up against the world. If I know I'm right or if I think I'm right, everybody knows you're not going to shake tea. And he knows this because him and I used to talk all the time. You know who the fuck I am. I have not changed. I'm that same dude. So stop. Okay. Again, he has now gotten 15 minutes of our time. It ends here. Let's move on. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We got to start. We got to start with uh, the Cowboys and that that nightmare of a performance on Sunday. Um, I'm gonna go first this time, but and I'm not gonna go long because. I, you know, I feel like I could, I literally was going to do a show yesterday, but then I didn't want to dilute tonight's conversation. But I had so much I wanted to say. And then I thought about it, I'm like, what for? I've seen this movie before, and I know how it ends. I had all the hope and faith in the world yeah, that this time would end differently. I had all of the faith, even though I had no reason to believe it. But I literally was out Saturday night, and I went to the club see my, my, my boys play. I wore my Dak Prescott jersey. There's a video out there of me rapping. I'm going to see 
Maybe I could share it. You guys can check out your boy doing his thing. But I had uh, I had my Dak Prescott jersey on and my cowboy hat. I'm wearing my colors proud. And there's a couple people there that are cowboy fans that I talked to. And one of the guys' name, his name is Chris. And, you know, we talked. And he's like, T, what do you think, man? We're going to do it this time. I said, bro, I'm nervous. Because this is, this is where we usually fail. This is where, you know, when, when, when the most is expected from a Cowboy team is when they usually collapse. Everything is set up perfectly for us to win this game, to win the next game, and then hopefully end up going to San Francisco or maybe possibly hosting someone that knocks San Francisco off. It's set up lovely for us. And that's why I'm nervous. And guess what? I was right. And all I'm going to say you know, I, I have all the stats from the game. I have all the, you know, if you saw the game, you know, we look like crap. There's nothing good. Nothing good came out of that game. Nothing. There's nothing. And anyone who didn't see the game, don't let the score fool you. My girlfriend, love you dearly. But she said, well, you know, it was close down the stretch. I said, you didn't watch the game. That was, that was empty calories. That was hollow. And, yeah, I'm going to tell the truth. For a split second when it was 48-32 and Dallas had the ball with two minutes to go, I had a split dream of, wow, if they do score and get the two-point two conversion, it's a one-score game with an onside kick. Hmm. For a split second, I let myself go there because that's what we do. Obviously, that didn't happen. And the only reason that they were able to get those two late touchdowns is because LaFleur pulled all the starters. So they were able to run up and down the field on the backups. And then he put the starters back in because then he realized, oh, shit, wait a minute. I might have done that a little too early, but it was never really a game. It was never really close. Um, Dak looked terrible. He looked scared. He looked unprepared. I don't know. I don't know who that Dak was. That was not the Dak we saw all year. Even in games that he didn't play well, he didn't look like that. Tentative. Cautious. Now I'm hearing things um, out of Dallas. One player and expect to hear a lot of shit this week from, from Dallas, by the way. One player uh, has said Dak was panicked. Another player has said that McCarthy and Quinn were stubborn. They didn't adjust. They didn't change. They were too stubborn to adjust with the game. So, and that's coming from a player in the locker room. James Slater reported this. So stay tuned for news coming out of Dallas, but... It's ugly. Thank God the Eagles also collapsed, and we're going to talk about them too in a minute. So the last thing I'm going to say is this. Um, a week ago, if you had said, if Dallas loses, who do you want as head coach? I don't know what I would have said. The last name out of my mouth would have been Bill Belichick. I live in New England. I know everything I want to know about Bill Belichick. Not the guy I would want in Dallas. Okay, someone wanted to hear me say I was wrong. I'm wrong. He's the guy we need in Dallas. We need Bill Belichick in Dallas. And guess what? And we'll talk about this in a little bit too. Bill Belichick needs Dallas. Bill Belichick needs Dallas too. He don't need Atlanta. He don't need the Chargers. He needs to come to the number one sports franchise in the world to resurrect his name. And we need the greatest of all time to come to Dallas to fix this franchise before he retires. It is a match made in heaven, but will Jerry Jones pull the trigger and will Bill, will Bill Parcells, will Bill Belichick come? Time will tell. JB, the floor is yours. 
I needed a full day to digest what happened and then having two days now to digest it still doesn't feel like enough. And and you touched on a lot of what I was going to say and, and rightfully so since cut from the same cloth, both love our Cowboys. It's frustrating because you got three straight seasons where you've won 12 games. And I think this one was probably the most frustrating because of how everything lined up. Eagles were, I think, 10-2 and two at the time. And Cowboys were 8-4, and 10-1, and 8-3, something along those lines. 10-1, and 8-3. and three. Yep. And everything fell into place for you to get the number two seed, host a home game, and, and start a deep playoff run. On this very show, last week, I believe it was, both T and I said, no excuses. That was really the underlying theme, no excuses. Yes, Green Bay is playing well. Yes, they're starting to gel. Yes, they got a young quarterback is looking a lot like the prior two quarterbacks in terms of efficiency and how he's playing. Get all of that. But you have dominated at home. Six of the eight home games that you've won, complete annihilation. You just barely got by the Lions. You just barely got by the Seahawks. But if I'm not mistaken, everybody else, you, you, you dog walked them. Next level, you step up. Preseason is one level. Regular season is another. Playoffs, that's when everything starts to really fall into place. It's one thing to get beat. It's another thing to just not show up. The defense, I don't even know if there was a defense. It looked like it was 11 on 7. The offense looked like it was 7 on 11. Nothing happened. That very first drive, when it looked like it was going to be either third and long or three and out, and they end up getting a, a penalty, a Cowboys penalized automatic first down, everything went downhill from there. Game was, was, was shot from that point forward. And, and T knows better than anybody. The one thing that I completely do not like is when you don't show up. You could shoot yourself in the foot. You could do Harlem Night, shoot off my pinky toe. I don't care. But just show up. And you didn't show up. You can make all the mistakes you want. Just show up. That's not what you call showing up. And I'm. I am raging mad just for that alone. I don't, I don't care if it's Jerry Jones, I don't care if Carsey did the player. It's a systemic issue because this is not the first meltdown that's occurred. So it really don't matter who the coach, doesn't matter who the players are. For whatever reason, it continues to be a meltdown. This probably was one of the yeah, more epic meltdowns. Yeah, I got to change that. This is one of the more epic meltdowns. Something's got to be done. I'm, I'm, I'm too pissed off to try and figure out what, but this is ridiculous. As a football fan, I'm mad because you expect better play. As a Cowboys fan, I am absolutely beside myself. To see these players that you work so hard for each other and all from number one all the way down to 53, coaching staff, trainers, everything, this is what you play for, to get into the playoffs. And you got a number two seed. Number two. And you act like you're number 32. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm baffled, befuddled, beside myself. I'm flummoxed. I'm all that stuff. Because the shit don't make no damn sense. And we get our hopes up and try and have those hopes tempered a bit. And just when you start to see a, 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 just a bit of light come through, bam, door gets slammed in the face. I'm sick of that shit. I'd rather just not make the playoffs at all than to lose like that. 
where you don't show. Train, so Jay, let me ask you, Jay, let me ask you a question. Would you fire McCarthy? That's a good question. I, I, and I'm, I'm going to be real. I don't know if I can answer that right now. I really don't know if I can answer that right now. Because of the raw emotion, I don't know if I can answer that right now. Shit. Fired. How about that? Fired. Hold on. I, train, I had muted you because I heard background noise. I'm unmuting you now. Okay. Train, you are live. Um, yeah, I can answer that. Fired. Fired. Gone. The team was unprepared. The coaching was abysmal. I don't give a fuck that you went 12 and 5 three years in a row. For what purpose? What is the point of going through everything that this team went through to get your, the number two seed, to have two home games, to have won 16 straight home games, and have this huge advantage at home, and then to go play a, the youngest team in the NFL? A guy who was in his first year as a starter. A defense that had allowed Danny, Danny DeVito to be player of the week. And you go out there and play like that? Man, I can tell you, I, I, don't, need, I don't need no time. I left the game saying, fire him. It ain't personal. I hear he's a great guy. I hear the players love him. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Be a great guy. Go play Madden. Players love you. That's great. Go bake cookies with them in the offseason. But during the season, you've reached your pinnacle. You've done what you can. You fired Kellen Moore. You said, I want to run the ball more. How'd that work out? How'd that work out? Did we run the ball more? No, we actually ran it less. You took over play calling. And what did you produce? You actually produced a lesser result then a year ago, because at least a year ago, we went into Tampa and beat Tom Brady and sent him into retirement. This year, we have a home game. And guess what? You didn't just lose. You were humiliated. You were embarrassed. Fire him, Jerry. I don't give – I don't get promote – I, I don't care. The only one I would not want to replace him is Dan Quinn because Dan Quinn was even worse. I don't know why he, why, are we, why is he celebrated. Did anybody see that game? There's wide receivers running wide open out there. I could have threw the ball to them, and I'm no damn quarterback. Wide open. And it wasn't just one busted play. There was at least three plays that the wide receivers are running wide open. Aaron Jones had two touchdowns all year. He had been in and out of the lineup. You want to know why I know that? Because I have the other guy, A.J. Dillon, as my fantasy back. So I knew what Aaron Jones did because Dillon got opportunities because Aaron Jones had been in and out of the lineup. Two touchdowns all year. He gets three against Dallas. They're running the ball on you. You run. They had 54 plays from scrimmage. 48 of your defensive plays, you had six DBs on the field. Six DBs. Your middle linebacker weighs a buck oh five. Oh, I'm sorry. He weighs 205. Your middle linebacker, 205 pounds. You know, the middle linebacker, Erlacher, 
Butkus, Singletary, you know, thumpers, and your middle linebacker that you put in when Van Der Esch went down for the season, you took a safety who is a good hitter, and you put him at middle linebacker. And I watched play after play, not just this game, but several games where the guard or tackle or center would just come out 300-pound lineman against a 200-pound um, defensive player. Who's going to win that battle? I'm sitting home on my couch watching this. I'm not in the stadium. I'm not on the sidelines. I damn straight up in a booth, and I'm seeing this. And you don't adjust. You don't go out there. There's nobody out there that you could get that 250 pounds that you could say, okay, we need you. Here's what we need you to do. You don't got anybody in your practice squad that you can elevate that could give more resistance. Man, Fire him now, Jerry. Don't bring it back. Do not run this back. You are going to, for the first time in history, I will, I will tell y'all what's going to happen. You're going to lose a good chunk of your fan base. Cowboy fans don't want to hear, um, you know, we're, 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 you know, well, you know, the, the, the issue was the defense. I mean, we scored 32 points. The issue was the defense. And Dan Quinn is going to go coach Seattle, so we're going to go get uh, – you know, the guy from New York or someone to be the defensive Hell coordinator. No. I want to hear that shit. I want to hear that the head coach, his ass was terminated. You Fire. think he's going to do it? You think he's going to do it? I hope he does. I, I, he keeps talking I about he's 81 years old. He keeps talking about he's 81 years old. He literally went into the locker room and had a quote-unquote pep talk, but it wasn't really a pep talk. It was more of a tongue lashing with the team. You know, telling him how disappointed he was and how we had everything set up. He doesn't know what happened and how, you know, look, you know, he keeps t- reminding people of his age and how he doesn't know how much time. I don't know. Do you got cancer and you ain't done nobody? Because he continually but, talks about, I don't know how much time I have left. Okay. But damn it. Give him the phone last. Then do something about it. Then, Jerry, damn do something age. about it. Go I don't get care Bill Teller. or 21. Damn the age. Get a tongue lashing is what they need. I don't give a damn about the age. They needed well, a tongue does. lashing. He cares about his age. That's all I'm saying is. I'm just saying what he said. And if that's what's what? motivating you, if that's what's pushing you to make decisions, then you fire this guy and you go, you go get Bill Belichick and you don't let him leave until he signs on the dotted line. And if that means you got to give up some control, then damn it, give up some control. But Bill, Boy, you can't be- do personnel. Bill, sorry. You can't come here and do personnel. Because your personnel in New England was terrible. So, Jerry, stay out of the press conferences, okay? Stay off the radio. You did it with Parcells. You can do it with Belichick. And, Bill, you can't do personnel. Y'all come to that meeting of the minds. Belichick needs the Cowboys. That's a fair trade. There's no other team that is as visible as Dallas that if he wins, the shine doesn't come back to his career. And we need him. We need that discipline. We need that structure. You think his defense would play like that? Hell no. Not ever. Somebody need to get that out. That's what should have happened at halftime. See, I actually read people say stuff like that, by the way. Oh, you know, our offense put up 30-plus or whatever if our defense played better. I'm like, that's not a game that we watched. All right, that was the second half of the game when the game was already over. 
you know. It was 27 to nothing. It was 27 yeah, to nothing. Yeah, and I'll, I'll read people say that stuff that what you just described. Like, you know, we give up, yeah. we give up forty plus. You know, as our defense, like that wasn't just the defense. The offense didn't show up either in the first half. The entire team didn't nope. show up. Yeah, yeah, the entire team it wasn't just one side. It was equal. Nobody showed up. We could have went out there and put up a better performance. Nobody and, showed. Know, That's the problem. You know, K Star, your coach is coming back. Good for you, because I certainly had dreams of with Tomlin coming to Dallas, but he already came out and said he's coming back to Pittsburgh, so yep. good for you. Uh, Train's getting his coach for one more year, which leads me to believe um, you're probably going to have Justin Fields for one more year. I think all of that is smart for your teams. Um, at this point, frankly, if they wanted to move on from Dak Prescott, I wouldn't complain. Now, I don't know that that would be the right decision, but I wouldn't complain about it. Because Dak looked tentative, he looked afraid, he looked unprepared. So if something came out and he's $60 million cap hit next year, so you either got to restructure him to a long-term Jeez. deal or you got to let him go. Yep. You said $60 so, million? $60 million. Yeah. Oh, my God. Team, the team came out as if someone said, all you got to do is show up and you'll win. That's what it looked like. Just show That's up what they win. thought. They thought we're the big, mighty Dallas Cowboys. We scored 37 points a game at home. All we got to do is get out there on the field. They're going to be afraid of us. And Green Bay said, hold my beer. But didn't, didn't they win this lesson earlier in the year? They had gotten spanked, and it was a humbling loss. That's what, what Prescott said. That was a very humbling loss. If you've already tasted your humble pie, why would you go back for second? Coaching. No they weren't prepared. That's the coach's job. You ain't playing. I have a question for you. I have a question for you both as Dallas fans. How much confidence do you have in Dak Prescott going forward? Because none. I don't know. I, I just yeah. That's, none. Yeah. He does not show up during the big. We've seen what he's capable it's, of. It's crazy. We've seen what he it's crazy. Do. He didn't show up. This was your chance to put all of the haters to sleep. This was your chance to say that Dak that you think you thought you knew, he don't exist no more. I've escalated. I've elevated. I'm a better player now. This was your chance. He didn't do that. I have no faith in Dak. None. He's got to earn it. And he can't earn it in the regular season. No. So I don't a, give a damn a if the Cowboys go 17-0 next year. He's got to get yep. into a playoffs and play well for me to have restored faith. I have zero. And as I said, if they I, want to move on from him, you won't get an argument from me. I don't know that that's the right decision, but if you decided to do that and maybe trade up to get a top five pick, you know, to try to get, you know, another quarterback, then go do it. Do something. Because what you did is embarrassing. I think they either got to bring that. Yeah. I would say they got to either bring Belichick in, maybe even Belichick in, or or make some sort of change. Something got to be great. GB, how do you how do you feel? Same question. How much confidence do you have in Dak going forward? In, in postseason, not, not, not much more than what she just said. Because it, it, with with your brightest moments should come out your biggest stars, and that's what was supposed to happen. This is the one of your brightest moments, so your biggest stars should be right on display. You got the damn star on your fucking helmet. At one point, an MVP favorite. Favorite, yeah. not just a candidate. At one point, you were a favorite. Favorite. And you show up with nothing. Your ass is on a damn billboard. Got a 1-800 name, a number right underneath your face. Where are you? 
Where's the rest uh, of the damn team? Let me say one quick thing, and then I want to get, get Trey a chance to comment. Um, I forgot the fuck I was going to say now. Oh, Michael Parsons. Bruh, you have the potential to be a generational player. You have all of the talent in the world. We have not had a pass rusher like you. I think you're better than DeMarcus Ware. And I would, I would put you on the same level as Charles Haley, who I think was one of the best pass rushers in the history of Dallas. You're, you're on that level. Bro, let the podcasting during the season go. Get off of that. Okay? I, I don't want to hear you're commenting on other teams and other players during the season. I don't want to hear it no more. Your focus needs to be 100% on what's going on in that game. Because you, you rushed the passer 19 times, you got one pressure. In the biggest game of the year, you got one pressure. Teams routinely this year, when they decided to limit you, figured out a way to limit you. They didn't do that to Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor was a game record. That's who you're compared to. Bro, you're not wrecking games. Let the podcasting go during the season. You want a podcast now? I don't give a damn now. Of course, now now he didn't do one. <laughs> now the season's over, and his normal podcast he didn't do this week. Go figure. Okay, Dr. Train, your thoughts? Man, last week I gave a passionate, passionate, passionate rah-rah. Yeah, pop that down like a balloon. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to say, man. Other than, I mean, y'all pretty much said it. I, I, I agree with both of you. And it's a hard decision on whether you move along from the head coach. But there have been teams, i.e. Broncos, who had winning season and they moved on from Fox. And they brought in a guy that finally took them to the Super Bowl. But to be unprepared, the way they were against this game, it's not acceptable. It's just not. Uh, I Just being a football fan, yeah, okay. Well, I'm just like, that it's the last. That's the last thing I expect. I mean, if the package kept it competitive and you pulled out, I'd be like, Whew, man, you got out of there. You know what I'm saying? It has momentum. But for them to just control the whole damn game, I swear to God, I think I saw the same play action play to Romeo Dobbs on third and long three times. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. I was like, did no, that you did. I saw the no I was like, wow. I no was like, Dan Quinn is doing nothing. I was just like, no, I don't hire Dan Quinn as a head coach. That's Hell no. What? What no? Why would I do that? And why would I do maybe that? Maybe about to come out is going to be some truth because they sound like they the were stubborn. So maybe some truth going to come out. And, here, and here's you, the thing. You, if Belichick were to be hired, we know he's a de- defensive wizard. I would leave it up to him. I would say – Joe staff, bro. But you ain't hiring Mike Patricia as your offensive coordinator. Let's just make that – let's get that right. We're going to have an offensive mind on this team. But if you don't want to keep Dan Quinn, you don't have to. We know you know defense as good as anybody, if not better. Because Dan Quinn showed – he didn't show us nothing in the biggest game. You're right, Train. I saw the same – I'm like, why is Dobbs roaming out there like he playing center field? (laughs) I was like, damn, they did again? Oh, okay. Okay, they just they, they they just dialed up whenever they needed it. Third and long, 
play action, Romeo Dobbs across the middle, 15, 20 yards. I'm just like, holy and shit. How was wide open? So, how was he you so played, open? You played man defense most of the season. Green yeah. Bay has had a problem going up against man. You went mostly zone this game. That was so stupid. Why? I don't, Why? I don't know what the hell they were doing. I was watching that as a fan of not even at Dallas. It's like, what are they doing? They're a man team, and they're playing zone, and, and they're getting, like, shredded. People are wide open. the rumors. No, everything in, 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 in Dallas defense capability says play man because if you give it, if, you, if, your, if your man can hold – if he can hold that dude for three seconds, that's all Michael Parsons needs. Yes. That's all he needs. Just give me three seconds, guys. I'll get to it. The follow-up I did suggested that one of, one of the reasons that they may have played so much zone is because Stephon Gilmore, he had uh, his shoulder came out last week. If you saw the game last week, popped back in. Uh, he played, but they put a harness on his shoulder, so it limited some of his mobility. And so one of the one of the theories is he would not have been as effective playing man, so they went to more zone to offer him some help. Um, I say you play what brought you to the dance, bruh, and you tell him, hey, yeah. man, you know, you need to take a shot in that arm. We'll, we'll give you an injection, something, you know, something. But we're going to play man, and you're going to do the best you can. And if it gets to the point where you just can't do it, Nashawn Wright, you're up, bro. But do what got you here. And then, you know, we all saw it. You, they walk up and down the field on you like nothing, and you don't adjust? And, and, and then, what, C.D. Lamb? Dak C.D. was the most prolific Quarterback receiver combination in the NFL this year. CD Lamb catches his first pass at the end of the first half with three minutes to go. What are you doing? And he only had three targets in the first half. Why did you not do what brought you here? Why was out of your first eight plays, six of them run plays? Why? Why are you now trying to run the ball? You ain't run the ball all goddamn year. Now you want to run the ball? I looked in the backfield. I didn't see Emmitt Smith from, five, or, or from 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever. I didn't see Zeke from five years ago. I see Tony Pollard back there who ain't been ain't that shit all year. But now all of a sudden, let's run the ball. You trying to be too cute? You did shit that made you one of the most prolific offenses in the league. Why didn't you do it? You did shit that at times had you as one of the most prolific defenses of the year. Why didn't you do it? Fire everybody. Clean house. There is no reason that any of that coaching staff should have a job but to start with Mike McCarthy. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate what you did. We appreciate your efforts. Hold on. 36 wins in a three-year period, and you can't even get to the conference championship. Uh, that's rough, man. That's hard to swallow. Hold on. Hold on. Let me play this because I need to hear this. I just told the guys I appreciate the spirit and energy in which they fought. Um, 
please don't talk to me about more victories and things of that nature. Uh, that'd be disrespectful to those guys in the room. Uh, we, we didn't get the job done. We came up short. Uh, we accept responsibility for that. Um, you know, we will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December because we. I didn't get. I, 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 it's going to be my last comment for now. And I know y'all all saw it. 70 something year old, ain't coached in 25 years. Jimmy Johnson had more emotion at halftime than I saw anybody on the Dallas sideline during that whole game. Oh, my and God. According yep. to Troy Aikman, who was interviewed after that, he said, oh, no, what you saw, that's what we used to see when we played for Jimmy. Did you notice when Michael Strahan tried to, you know, take his coat off and I'm ready to go now? Jimmy never, he never smiled. He didn't laugh. No. Jimmy was 100% serious. He was disgusted at what the team that just put him in the ring of honor was out there doing. A team that he coached to two Super Bowls and damn sure made sure they won three. And he was disgusted at what he saw. That, I said, I said on Twitter, they should take that and feed it into the locker room. Because I guarantee you, Mike McCarthy ain't doing that. Dan Quinn ain't doing that. So when your coach that ain't coached you in 30 years is more pissed off than your current coaches, what does that tell you? This dude ain't coached us in 30 years, and he's sitting there in a studio in a suit, mad as fuck. And every, oh, it was so, Twitter was amazing because it was just, it was, that clip played, that clip went viral. Clip went viral because it was raw emotion. Heck, Jay and I are more mad now than we saw. And Dak Prescott going to talk about, well, if they talk about getting rid of Mike McCarthy, then, you know, add me to the list. Okay. Okay. See ya. <laughs> okay. Take care. Hey, Trey Lance, get ready. And I'm not saying you're going to be the starter, but you're going to have a chance to be the starter. Get ready. Dak, Dak asked for it. So, okay. Thank you, Dak. You've been a great leader. You've been a great member of this team for eight years. We appreciate your services. Um, wish you the best. Wherever you end up, there's a lot of teams that'll 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 need you know a, a good quarterback, and you are a good quarterback, but you are not a great quarterback. You are smoking he mirrors. Worth he sure the heck ain't worth To quote Dr. Train, they sold me a dream. Train, they sold me a dream. All right, um, I had on here yeah. to talk about Mike Tomlin because I thought his future was up in the air after he walked out of the press conference after being pressed about what he was going to do, but he's coming back. So there's really no reason to talk about him. Um, the bears coach is being brought back. So there you have it. But I do want to ask you guys this, and I'm going to start with K star. Um, I'll go last. What do you think is the biggest collapse or the bigger collapse? The Eagles or the Cowboys? Definitely, definitely the Eagles. They were uh, ten and one. They were ten and one start the year. Yeah, people like Train calling the number one team on TMV. You had, <laughs> you had, you had a whole collapse. The last, really, for the last month, I think they went and lost six of the last seven games. 
even struggling against bottom teams like the Giants along the way and the um, Commanders. And then, you know, they get absolutely blown out at Tampa the way they did. And, man, I feel like they've just been in turmoil for the last two months of the season, basically. It's been crazy. So I would say definitely the Eagles because it's been longer. Um, it's been more. And they were a team that was in the Super Bowl last year and at one point Super Bowl favorites this year. So, I mean, for me, it's definitely Philadelphia because, you know, with Dallas, it was a one-game thing for Philly. It was a, man, last, like, month and a half, two months sort of a collapse to their season. Same question to you, Train. It's funny that you had it as a question. Not on here, man. It's funny that this is a question because I'm literally, literally, uh, this question came up last night in one of my chats with, with a couple of guys that I work with. And, yeah, of course, they were like that. Das, das. I'm like, wait a minute, man. <laughs> do y'all know what the Eagles were last year? <laughs> do, y'all, do y'all realize they were in the Super Bowl and one or two plays away from winning it? <laughs> That's all they needed. One or two plays go their way, and, and they're Super Bowl champs. And, and they were literally the best team in the league for, I don't know, 10 straight weeks, something like that. <laughs> And then boom. I said, nah, I said for me, man, I'm sorry, that that's the that's the that's the bigger collapse. It if you know if you if you said bigger letdown, yeah. Maybe I think that was it. Biggest collapse? Right. No, nah, it's definitely Philadelphia, man. <laughs> Absolutely. J B, same question. I'm going to actually say it's the Cowboys because the Philadelphia team that we've seen, yeah, they were 10-1, and but we also were reminiscent of how Minnesota looked last year, and we were almost comparing the two, almost, just because of the fact that Philly was winning games, but they weren't dominating. They were just squeaking by. It would be different if they were putting up 30, 40 points and knocking people out, and then all of a sudden they hit the skids. I could understand that. But when you're barely getting by, and I think at one point I had said seven of the 10 wins, were by uh, one possession uh, wins. So when you're just skating by and then you start to all of a sudden lose altitude and you crash and burn, that's one thing. Plus you've lost both of your coordinators going into the season. So you're almost trying to keep everything together with duct tape and chicken wire. The Cowboys, when you have everything lined up and then you end the regular season off beating up on the commanders now granted yes it's the commanders but like we also said divisional games are, are, are tricky records go out the window you beat them up you've got nothing but air of confidence the bravado you're at home you've won 16 straight you've dominated at home and then all of a sudden you lay a dud like this you're literally at 50,000 feet next thing you know you have nosedived for me it's the cowboys all day I want to thank you three because you all gave me the answers that I expected. Thank you. You set me up perfectly. So as a football fan, I would say the Eagles. For much of the year, they were the best team in the NFC, um, best team in the NFL. And then no one saw this coming. No one saw this collapse. And even, even two of us picked the Eagles to win last night because we thought they had enough magic in them to flip the switch, playoffs, just was in the Super Bowl. They got enough to get by Baker. Now they look pathetic. So as a football fan, I would agree with K-Star and um, 
and uh, train. As a Cowboy fan, I would agree with JB because our expectations were high and that collapse was epic because you came out of nowhere and through some, some fortunate wins and then a little bit of luck, you were able to get the number two seed. You were set up beautifully only to not just lose. This wasn't, this wasn't Detroit, L.A., okay? This, this, this was embarrassing. This was tragic. This was epic proportion failure. So as a Cowboy fan, I will definitely say Cowboys all day. But as a football fan, I would say the Eagles. So thank you because you guys echoed exactly what my thoughts were. All right. Um, Last week, JB was the superstar going three and three with his picks. K-Star, I can see why you don't do picks, K-Star, because you went one and five. So I, I can see why. Oh, please, picks. man, stop, stop, stop. I can see. I can see why. I want, I want, um, I want to tell you, this boy been hot garbage all season long. I don't know how many yeah. O-1-7s he had. Hot garbage. And me and Train went two and four. So congratulations, JB. You you on a, you on you you you've been on a roll this year. You won the regular season pick 'em. You you went in the playoff pick 'em. Almost won a fantasy football uh, championship, but you know we, at least we kept it in the TMB family. Sorry, Cobra, you're my brother too, but you know K Star did manage to get that win. So good job. Okay, let's do some picks, and then we're gonna get out of here because uh, there is a likelihood I will do another show later in the week. I want to hear what happens. I want to hear because everything that I am reading and seeing says we will know something by the end of the week. I want to see if Jerry Jones has the moxie to go get Bill Belichick. I want to see if Bill Belichick has the moxie to come coach for Dallas because that's where you need to go, bro. You need to come. There's no, at this point in your career, if you want the luster back, if you want the ghost of Tom Brady to go away and all the questions about, you know, well, clearly Tom Brady's the reason you won so many because you didn't do crap after he left. Come to Dallas. Take that team to a Super Bowl. Oh, you become, you, you, you cement your legacy if you do that. And Jerry, put your ego aside. While I don't agree with my, my, my Madden friend that you're the reason why the team loses, you don't help things with your meddling, though. You, you do get in the middle of shit sometimes. And if Belichick comes along, take a backseat. You got plenty of money. Go on that 300 that $300 million yacht you have, $300 million yacht. Go hang out there for a while and let Bill do what we think he can do in Dallas. Let's get some picks in. Saturday, 4.30 ESPN, we have the Texans at the Ravens. I'm going to cut to the chase on this one, as good as the Texans look. Is there anyone who is predicting an upset and going with the Texans over the Ravens? <laughs> I didn't think so. I, you know, I, I know we like talk. I, I mean, I don't really think there's much to say here. I think that we were all impressed with C.J. Stroud. We're all impressed with what the Ravens did. And, I mean, um, the, Tex the Texans did. And I think they'll be competitive. But, you know, let's, let's be honest. The Ravens are on another level. And um, they, they have a week of rest, too. I'm riding a wave. I'm riding a Raven Lamar Jackson wave all the way to the Super Bowl now. That's, he's got my support now. Um, he's been ridiculed a lot, just like my Cowboys. Um, I I I I want to see him go win a Super Bowl and shut people up. So he's got I'm, my support. I'm right there. 
I'm right there with you, T. Uh, All right. I don't think I can say in regards to seeing C.J. Stroud is um, Bears need a better quarterback. Man, you should you should have said that watching Jordan Love too, because I I did I did yeah. I, but that it hurt it hurt worse watching Jordan Love it it yeah. it didn't hurt you so much watching CJ Stroud it, it hurt much worse watching Jordan Love, bro. So, when I got when I, I, I this is how highly I think of all of you. Obviously, I always think about my brother just because he's my brother, and I know he was over there. I texted him yesterday and I said. You know, you are? Yeah. I thought about doing the show. He's like, hey, man, I need another day. I said, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it. I'll just wait. Okay. We were both. We didn't even really talk. We didn't even get into it. Okay. Uh, I was rooting for K-Star. I was rooting for the Steelers. I was like, shit, ain't no reason for both of us to be pissed off. Steelers going in and get an upset. And there was a point in time at 24-17. I'm like, okay, now. All right, now, Pittsburgh. What you got? You know? I'm like, shit, let somebody come on the show and be happy. So I was yep. rooting for K-Star. And I said, I said, man, Train was so happy to get Aaron Rodgers out of that division. He was so happy. <laughs> and then this dude gonna come in looking like Aaron Rodgers 2.0 or Brett Favre 3.0 something. Oh. I said, man, I I know Train is sitting up there like I don't believe this shit. <laughs> now I gotta watch this Brett. guy for the next 15 years. <laughs> so I'll I'll, I'll 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 add this. It's just so understand how bad it is in comparison to Chicago. I moved to Chicago in 1989. Brett Favre was the quarterback. I immediately became a Bears fan because that was the household. Well, I didn't even watch NFL before then. That's the household. I became a Bears fan. But Brett Favre was the quarterback for Green Bay. Yep. It is 2024. These motherfuckers yep. only had three quarterbacks yep. starting franchise in Green Bay. Chicago, I can't even know what to start. I, I think there are more, I think it outnumbers the, grain of, the, the grains of sand at the beach. That's how bad it is. Sparks on the quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, if Belichick ends up going to Washington, or Philadelphia, I'm going to feel like you feel. Like, are you kidding me now? The bad no, you didn't get it. Now I got to deal with this motherfucker in my division? Boy. And let me, oh, and let me tell you something. If they bring back Mike McCarthy, I, I don't know, guys. I may, have to, I may have to call in sick next Tuesday night or something, because I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you, you remember that NC-17 rating? That might be what we have to rate the show next Tuesday night if they bring back McCarthy. <laughs> And say we're gonna keep McCarthy another year. You, you, I don't know. Y'all want to? Oh boy, it's it's gonna be it's about to be ugly if they keep McCarthy. Oof. All right. Packers have the 49ers. Speaking of speaking of the Packers, I'm gonna ask again. Anybody think the Packers got a chance to pull an upset? Listen, I'm not gonna say the Packers gonna pull an upset here. I I do expect the 49ers to win. But I will not be surprised if this isn't a offensive clinic of some sort. These offenses are very, very, very similar. So it's either going to be an offensive clinic or a defensive standoff. <laughs> it's going to be one of the two. My prediction is it's going to be a very good game for about a quarter and a half. Near the end of the second quarter, the Packers, I mean, the 49ers will have figured them out. 
Um, but the Packers will come in with something because you see it on tape versus seeing it on the field. It ain't the same. So you got to adjust on the field. The, the, the 49ers will do what Dallas didn't do. They will be physical at the point of attack. They will, they will hit them hard in the mouth head on. And I think as we go into the second half, it'll be a good 10-point lead, and I think the 49ers will, will run away. I think the Packers are definitely coming. I feel for Dr. Train, but I don't think they're going to have enough to deal with the onslaught they're going to get from the 49ers. Not this week. 49ers, remember, four, four quarterbacks they lost a year ago. They literally should have went to the Super Bowl and possibly won, but they didn't even get to go because they didn't even – because Christian McCaffrey had to play quarterback. You, trust me, they remember that. <laughs> they coming in here. They coming in here. They got, they got all the anger oh, Dallas should have had last week. They got, they got it all. Yeah. Um, all right. So far, it's unanimous Ravens, unanimous 49ers. Bucks at the Lions. This one is very interesting because Baker is playing well. Um, the Lions played a solid game against the Rams and got their first win. Good for the city of Detroit. City of Detroit has been through so much. Um, so I'm happy for the city of Detroit just as a, just as a human being. Um, so good for, good for the city of Detroit, good for the franchise. Um, but JB, who you got bucks at the Lions? I'm going to go with the Lions. I think the, um, I think, um, Baker Mayfield is playing very well. I think Tampa's finally found their quarterback, but uh, at least for the next season. But I think all the magic is going to run out. I like the way the Lions are playing. And I like what they're doing. Their um, game plan on, on both sides of the ball is, is on point. And um, I like Laporta. And plus, I like the fact they're playing at home, too. So uh, I'm going to go with the Lions. Okay. Um, K-Star. Mm, um, yeah, I mean, the Lions playing at home, that obviously gives them a massive advantage. But I want to go with the Bucks in an upset. And the reason why is because the Lions give a lot of big passing plays on the perimeter. And on that perimeter, they'll be going up against Mike Evans, a Hall of Fame wide receiver, my receiver has 10 straight 1,000-yard seasons to start off their career. And, you know, you have Baker playing well. The point, the point is that the Buccaneers exploit the Lions' weakness. The weakness of the Lions is when golf does face pressure. The Buccaneers are very hard to run against, and I think those two forces can uh, combine into a potential upset. So I'm going to go with the Bucs in an upset win over the Lions. The Lions might have had their emotional win last week. Might have taken a lot out of them uh, this coming week and um, be, be primed for an upset. We'll go with the Bucks. Dr. Train. All right, Case, are you promised you ain't got nothing else to say? Okay, I'm going to take that as a yes. Yeah, I don't think you can call that an upset. This game is a pick 'em. It's a pick 'em like it was last week. However, I will pick the Lions up there at home. I think you need to grade the Bucks on how they recently played and how they recently played so they do have the ability to beat this Lions team. However, uh, you know, the Lions are at home. They are a tough team, and they they gritted through the Rams. I thought the Rams couldn't steal that one at the end. I really did. Maybe if they got their pass interference call. I don't know. But um, I just give it to the Lions because they're at home. But if the Bucks win, it's not nothing. 
you know, I'm sitting here looking at this saying either the Bucks or the Lions are going to be in the NFC Championship game with a chance to play to go to the Super Bowl. Rinse your mouth out when you say stuff like that. Man, I, I'm, I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here like, is this real? This is real. One of those teams is going to be playing in the conference to go to the Super Bowl. This, this is unbelievable because my team laid a fucking egg. Unbelievable. That said, I agree with I agree with uh, Train. This is going to be this is going to be a good game. Um, both quarterbacks have the ability to play an A game. Both quarterbacks have the ability to lay an egg, which is going to make this game even more intriguing. I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. I don't know why. I don't really have a good reason why. I just don't. I think it's because it was Lions, Bucks, Lions, Bucks, and I like order and symmetry in my life. So, so I'm going to stick with the Bucks because it makes my paper like nice and nice and even here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I like the Mike Evans comment you made, K-Star. He was on my fantasy team mm-hmm. this year. The dude is, the dude is probably the most un, underappreciated, underrated wide receiver in the game. When you talk about yep. some of the best out there, you talk about Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, now CeeDee Lamb, although after that last game, man. Eh. But I guess I'll give him his props. He had a great year. Um, Mike Evans got to be in that same conversation. Yeah, we don't talk about it the way we should. We nah. are just the football public. Nah. They don't there. give him – and I think a lot of it is the market. He's in Tampa, right? Yeah, that's that what market, it is. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. They don't, that market don't get enough love. But, man, he could, he, could, he could wreck a game. He could wreck a game. Oh, yeah. You know, he makes me think of Megatron in some respect. Yep. He's he does. got Megatron-like tendencies. He's really, he's really fast for a guy that big, and he wins yeah. his jump balls, and he's just terrifying one-on-one. It's really yeah. terrifying. So I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Okay, last game, game of the week, and put on at the right time Sunday night rematch, Chiefs against the Bills. My apologies to Josh Allen after watching uh, Dak Prescott laid an egg. I actually put you and Dak Prescott in the same conversation last weekend. I said Dak ain't done nothing, but neither has you. I don't know why you get so much love and Dak doesn't. Well, I was wrong. You deserve more love than Dak Prescott. Dak was like ass, and you played really well. Um, now, we know you have the ability to turn the ball over, but you certainly, that run that you had, and I, some people are saying with the whole, was he about the slide thing, that you, 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 you know, that little, that little motion you made that the defense might have thought you were about to slide, and that's why you're able to break through. There could be some truth to that because, you know, you, you hit these guys when they're about to slide, and that's a 15-yard penalty. Um, nevertheless, it was still a great run. I literally saw you pulling away from the DB trying to catch you. And you like 6'6 six, six and 250, two, two and you were pulling oh away. Oh, my God. So I got to give you props for that. So um, I will not put you and Dak Prescott in the same category again. You won. He did. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that said, we got Patrick Mahomes going on the road for the first time in his playoff career, playing against Josh Allen. Weather should not be an issue because both these – Teams play in that shit weather, so weather should not be an issue. Bills Mafia needs to show up to make this a game. Um, I'll go first on this one, and I'm going to go with the tried and true. I'm going to go with Mahomes and the Chiefs. They've been there before. 
I do not believe this is the this is the year that Josh Allen gets the monkey off his back. Um, I think we are we are due for an incredible um, Chiefs Ravens NF, uh, AFC Championship game. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one. Um, train, who you got? I think you shake the monkey off. Get the monkey this banana and tell him to take his ass home. It's time for Josh Allen to do his thing. Okay? Time for Mark Wood Josh to do his thing. I've been a fan I've been a fan of that dude since the senior bowl. He done got in there, he done got in the NFL. He's he's one of the top quarterbacks in the I love watching him play. The dude has a house in his arm. I don't give a damn if the wind is blowing fifty miles an hour towards him. It's still gonna be a bullet. Yeah, I I'm I'm looking forward to a Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen. AFC Championship game. Okay. Okay, sir, who you got? Yeah, I just think the Bills are better than the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs were able to beat up on a depleted Miami team, and sure, Buffalo's a little depleted, but that offensive firepower runs through Josh, whereas in, in Miami, it runs through Tyree. So, I mean, I get to the quarterback, I get to the Josh. So I think the, there's a better overall team to bring more offensive firepower. I think the end of Buffalo was just a tiebreaker over over Kansas City, who uh, first time traveling on the road under Patrick Mahomes, not do not have many offensive weapons. I think the Bills' time in this game anyway. I'm not sure about next week, but this game anyway. I think the Bills' time for Josh to beat Pat in advance of the championship game. JB, I'm going to go with the Bills. Also, I think playing at home is going to be a big deal. Mahomes having to go on the road first time, I think is is going to be impactful. And I think the momentum that you carry into the playoffs should make for a big deal. And Buffalo is rolling right now. Uh, it should be a good game, a very good game. I expect it to be a close and highly contested. I'm going to take the Bills. Okay. I stand alone, and that's where I like to be. All right. Love it. All right. Um, final thoughts. We'll start with JB. Final thoughts. <sighs> Final thoughts. Well, um, eventually I will calm down. I, it won't be anytime soon, but eventually I will calm down. And until you said fire McCarthy, shoot, I, I really could care less as long as something changes because I'm so sick of the disappointment. I am so sick of thinking that we're going to at least have a good showing, just a good showing, and have a dud. Something's got to change. Until then, enjoy the games. Talk about it more next week. Just got a ESPN alert that the Falcons have also high, uh, fired. I'm sorry, the Falcons have interviewed Jim Harbaugh. Mm, yep. No so Harbaugh's interviewed in LA for the Chargers position, and now the Atlanta for the Falcons position. Yep. And supposedly Belichick interviewed for the Falcons job as well. And right. I like the fact that they let him, that he he went out of there without a decision. It means Dallas is yep. in play. So, okay. Yep. Okay, Final thoughts. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to my Steelers. Yeah, we lost the game. I get it, right? But you know what? You know what? You know what I love about my common football teams and just the Steelers is that we have fight and we have dog in us. We're down 21-0, and they fought back. They made it a game. They made it 17-24. You can say anything about the Steelers. What you won't say is that effort is never a problem. You would not say that you can just knock us down and we'll stay down. And you can say that we maximize our talents, what we have on the football field, 
under the Pittsburgh Steelers umbrella. If Mike Tomlin is our coach, and whenever our team shows up, they show up. And so, yeah, it sucks we lost. We're, we're overmatched, but let me tell you something. Our heart, you know, is, is pretty fucking strong, and I'm proud of the guys, and I'm looking forward to the future. So I'm happy Mike Tomlin is staying. Please stay forever, bro. We love you. You know, you're right, and fuck you, because your team showed up in my day. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, man. I felt a dig. I felt a yep. dig, damn it. Yeah. Nah, you know what, Jay? This is a week where I, we deserve – I know it wasn't a dig, but dig. Dig, a, dig at us, bro. Stephen A. Smith oh, last, bro. You know, Sharp, yeah, the Cowboys do Cowboy things. All the haters, come on out, because we deserve it. We deserve it. Yeah. I ain't mad. And I'll even, K-Star, I'll piggyback on, on your statements because y'all were down 21, and I thought this was going to be a wrap. I'm like, this is a repeat of what the boys did. But y'all hung in there, fought back, and made a game of it. So I tip my yep. cap. I'm no moral victories, but y'all fought. Y'all fought. And, and for that, yeah, you're damn right. Coaching. Look at it. It's all you can Coaching. ask for when you're overmatched. Or really for any team. You want your team to fight no matter what. Even if they – Coach, listen. It, it's, yeah, coaching, it matters, but – when you lose, you don't ever want to lose, but when you do, you at least want to say that your team put the best effort they can with what they have out there on the football field, no matter what. At least it makes the loss much easier to accept because you can't answer much more than what they deliver. And it's when the team underperforms. That's what yeah, kills me. Y'all team... even got a damn quarterback. Exactly. It's when the team underperforms. That's what fucking kills you. Like, I know that's, I know that's why you guys are, are, are so yeah, hurt about that. Okay, you enough, man. I, I get it, bro. I get it. I, can't, I, I, get it. I know that's why you got on side. I know yeah. I slept before sleep at night. <laughs> uh, at night, I ain't slept. I ain't slept yet. I've been up since Sunday. What you <laughs> at night? Doctor Tree, final thoughts. I just one is still a fan over there talking about moral victories. <laughs> Tony would be a shame. Hey oh, man, boy. come on, bro. He would, I know. He would be. You know, he would be a shame. Nevertheless, nevertheless. Nevertheless, I'm not going to hate. Shit, we need to get a motherfucking ticket to the dance. You know what I'm saying? We still on outside. It's okay. It's okay. One day, we will get a ticket, you know, legitimately. Uh, but um, <clears throat> it's a kind of disappointing, semi-disappointing next weekend in the, in the sense that uh, I was really hoping to see, you know, Dallas and, and even the Eagles, like, play on for the next week, not the Packers. And <laughs> he put it, the, the imagery of Lions or the Tampa Bay being an NFC championship, oh, Lord. You couldn't have told me that at the beginning of the season. But that's why you play the game. So um, with all that said, yep, we, uh, the Bears have kept their head coach. Um, uh, so we're searching for an offense coordinator. Um, personally, I will move on from Justin Fields, but if they keep him, I'm going to support the dude. Why? Because I'm a fan, and this is what we go through. This is, this is, this is what we have to deal with. The team not showing up, the poor decision-making, all that. So, until then, I will jump on the Baltimore bandwagon and um, watch Lamar do his thing. If not them, then Buffalo. But that's where I'm at. All right. Uh, I'll be brief. Uh, I just want to address the Cowboy fans and so-called fans out there, you know, like Skip Bayless who threw, threw away all his Cowboy gear, whatever. That was for TV. 
He ain't throw that stuff away. I don't want to hear it. All you fans that do things like throw stuff away, burn jerseys, you know, break things. That's not – fandom is not getting a tattoo and saying, look at my cowboy star on my, on my you know, arm, and, and I'm a fan. Okay, and Jay, I know you have a – I'm not talking about you, obviously, but, um, but that's not fandom. Fandom is not because you decorated your whole house in cowboy garb and you can go on um, the Internet or you can go on Twitter and take a video of you sitting in your cowboy man cave. I love it. That's beautiful. But that doesn't make you a fan. Having trinkets and garb and, and walk around and saying us and we and you don't even know who your starting center is, that doesn't make you a fan. Fans live and die with this team. Fans actually physically hurt when your team lays an egg like this. We physically feel it because this is our team. It is like a member of the family. This is real for us. This isn't, oh, it's just football, like people will say. Why, my own father, may he rest in peace, love and the death, but Jay will tell you because Jay used to sit right there. And when my own father used to question, why was I so into football? Terry, it's not that serious. And I'd say, well, for me, Dad, it is. I'm not telling you to be more into it. Don't tell me to be less. This is who I am, okay? And I believe that you could measure the commitment of a true fan when the chips are down. That's where you find out who the true fans are. And when they're, and when they're saying, oh, I hate this team, screw this team, you know, this team sucks, it's never going to win. Well, are you saying it with any context? I'm giving you facts as to why I'm pissed off at my team. My brother gave you facts as why he's pissed off at our team. It's not just generic, oh, yeah, man, this team does it again, man, I hate it. And then, and then 10 minutes later, you don't, you're not even thinking about it. Oh, no, this has been on my mind since Sunday night, and it will be on my mind all week because that's how I live. And I know my brother will be the same way, and how Train lives it with his bears, and I know K-Star lives it with his Steelers. And God bless you, K-Star. I know it wasn't meant to be a dig, but you know what? You're right. Your team came to play. Your team fought. My team did not. I am disgusted with what this team did not do. To a person, to a man, I am disgusted. There is nobody on the 53 or in the coaching staff or in the front office that will get a pass from me. I am waiting for action now. Show me. Show the fan base. What are you going to do now? Because if you just run it back, you lost me. I'll, I'll support you because I'm not going anywhere. My colors don't run. But if you think I'm going to sit up there and put you in the top five next year, you're crazy. You can be undefeated. You won't get into my top five. You will not get accolades from me next year if you just run it back and make no changes. I promise you that. You will not get me to say, well, maybe this will be different. Nope. Been there. Done. You know, as my cousin ever would say, I've been there, been there, done that, got the T-shirt and the hat. I'm not doing that shit no more. If you run it back with pretty much the same crew and say we were close, I think we just need one more year, fine. I'll support you. I'll be dialed blue. I'll wear my jerseys on Sunday. I'll root for the team, and I'll support the team. But if you think I'm going to give you any credit or accolades until you get into the playoffs and do something, you're sadly mistaken. And I would, I would, re- I would recommend and request that every single fan act the same way. Make this team prove it if they want your love. Oh, and that also means I will not buy one stitch of cowboy gear again till you show me something. 
and I will tell all my family and friends, you know, I get cowboy stuff for my birthday, not this year. I get top cowboy stuff for Christmas, not this year. I get cowboy stuff for uh, Father's Day, not this year. Don't get me shit Cowboys related until this team shows me they're serious about doing something. And you can show me you're serious by making a change at head coach. Do something because this shit is unacceptable. As Dr. Train so eloquently once said, you sold me a dream. Well, it turned into a nightmare. What are you going to do now, Dallas? I'm waiting. So is your entire fan base. We're waiting. Ball's in your court. For Dr. Train, for JB, for K-Star, thanks. Uh, we'll be back next week. Enjoy the divisional round games. Good luck to all the teams. And um, for those of you who aren't in New England getting snowed on, yeah, fuck you all. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody.